0: All right, welcome back to the Boys of 161st Street episode 191. Opening week is in the books, well not really opening week. Opening series is in the books, but we're reacting to the first Week of game so far, Yankees take the series against the Red Sox 2-1, to one, nearly swept them. A couple things could have went our way to get the sweep, but a lot happened, loaded show to talk about today, just for as a, a little bit of a forewarning, we're recording this Monday at 7 o'clock, honestly right as the Yankees are going to play the Blue Jays, we're going to the game after that, that's why we wanted to get this episode out of the way and not react, and not basically just stay up till midnight, uh, just reacting to this game. So, spoiler alert. Uh, we're not going to be talking about the Monday night game against the Blue Jays. So, if you're listening on the podcast apps in the morning, that's why we are not talking about John uh, Carlos Seton hitting three home runs tonight. So, <laughs> we have a lot to talk about with that being nice. said. Judge denies extension. Donaldson walk off. Hicks off to a very hot start with his 30 uh, 30 campaign and a whole bunch more. But before we get going on that, this episode is brought to you by uh, Chalkboard. Go ahead and download the Chalkboard app and join our game day group chat. But I'll have Chandler tell us more about it.
1: Yeah, no, um, I'm sure Luke will make sure to touch on this a little more. But if you could or could not understand my last ad read, (laughs) uh, it's a pretty nice little app. We've been using it and we're going to be using it all season long. It's a new group uh, sports chat ordeal. So, you know, sync up all of your sports bets. If you're a gambler, cool. We can all see it. We can share. We can talk about it. If you're not, whatever, come along for the ride. Uh, You'll see our link for it up in the bio. Just click that. You'll join our chat, and you'll be with us all season long. Like I said, follow our losing bets or do whatever you want. So, yeah, uh, yeah. link
0: is, link's in the bio, link's in the podcast description, pretty much everywhere. Um, yeah, we, we decided to take the, not take it away, but limit the Boda box for <laughs> Chandler, because as you can probably tell in the uh, Red Sox preview episode with BJ, who did not get a warm welcome from the fans on that no. episode. <laughs> people, people did not like BJ, so we may not be inviting him back for, a little bit. No, I love it. I, <laughs> I love BJ, but I, I, I could see what the people were saying on him. It was, it, uh,
1: they tuned into a Yankees podcast and got a guy just shitting on them, which we do, but it wasn't lighthearted, you know. It like wasn't fun about somebody.
0: your own team, it was just somebody yeah. else talking shit about it's your team, like which is no on, fun. So it's we like apologize. On someone
1: else's family, like yeah. you can shit on your own family and your own friends, but you can't shit on somebody else's family and their
0: friends. Yeah, so we apologize for that. And BJ, if you're listening, <laughs> sorry, dude, <laughs> 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 they, they don't like you, but we like you. What do you expect? No. But, and like I said, download the chalkboard app. It's a lot of fun. We got, we got a bunch of people in there already and we're talking bets. We're talking yanks. Doesn't get much better than that. So, uh, it's a cool place to hang out with cool people. Yeah. That's all it is. So first thing I feel like we have to talk about right off the top is, is the Aaron Judge extension or lack thereof. He... So the Yankees, what was what was the Yankees offer specifically? I know you have the numbers. Yeah, in front of it was of you.
1: seven years, thirty and a half million a year, and it the was two thirty-three, right? Well, the Total. eighth year was to buy out the last arbitration year.
0: Okay, so which I think is an extremely fair <laughs> offer. Fair. So, and usually, obviously, as you guys know, listening to this podcast, we are the Yankees' biggest critic. We call ourselves the Gordon Ramsay of Yankee podcast. I thought that was a very fair deal. I am not upset with the way. They, how, what they offered, however, I am upset the way they handled it. I think, and we can get into it more, but I think, you know, the, the way they backed him in a corner, leaving it up until the last second, I know the offer was probably made a long time before that. Um, so that's the part that we don't know being on the outside, looking in, but from the outside looking in, like I said, it looks like they waited to the very last second to back him in a corner so that he would say yes. And then he didn't say yes. And, you know, he was down doing batting practice and all that shit. We don't know if that is actually, like, if the offer didn't, like, the public knew about it at that point. I, I really feel like the offer was out there way earlier than that, and that's just the way it's perceived now. But I don't like, the the one thing I didn't like about that was that the whole pre- Cashman press conference, like, there's no need at all to start pointing fingers to, to show that, like, Judge is the one that denied it. Judge is the one, and trying to get the fans to turn on him. That that I think was the most ridiculous part about it. The offer was fair, like I said, but I mean, I don't know what. So, what was the judge camp number that they wanted?
1: Allegedly, and I don't know how true this is. This is just he Cashman declined to comment on it today. They asked him about it again, but <clears throat> reportedly it was ten years. He wants ten years and thirty-six million a year, which I think is a bit <laughs> egregious. Like you said, it's not. The dollar amount. I'm actually very surprised that the Yankees were willing to go that high. I thought they would try and lowball him. So kudos to them. But you don't need to hold a press conference an hour before the first pitch just to point fingers. Like grow the fuck up, dude. You're the GM of the New York Yankees. You really need to go on live TV and try and get the fan base to turn on your turn on your guy. I mean, that being said, I don't think there's nothing that Aaron Judge can do this year that'll make him worth 360 million dollars. I think that that offer that they gave him was right at about the cap barring a triple crown or something so Dude, I, even even if that though
2: like I, I again like I love her obviously we love Aaron iron judge he deserves the extension but the man's turning 30 years old in 15 days yes I just looked it up it's on top of my head I' birthday! <laughs> um and like I don't know giving a 10-year contract to a 30 year old it'd be of, 40. Of, he'd be 40 and that's if he he even played it he's fucking a big guy. It's nothing against him. It's just, he's a very large person and he, you know, we haven't seen him be like the most consistently healthy person. I know he's had like some issues with just like, you know, they're not entirely his fault, but it happens. And when you're that big, you're just more prone to getting injured. And there's no way around that. It's nothing against him. It's just, that's, that's just how things work what well, with, afraid- with
0: contracts like that and we've said this with other people's contract extensions, everybody who isn't named Ronald Acuna, Juan Soto, and all these other guys, they get contracts where you, you, you take the first five you eat the last five type thing. 20 years old. No, but um, that's, I'm saying they, they don't, that doesn't exist with them. You're probably going to get 10 good years. And that's why you get, they get low balled contracts. Like you see with Acuna, probably not Juan Soto, but like Acuna, Albies, that type of thing. You're going to get productive years for the entirety of the contract. And they're probably going to get another one after that. If all goes well, but with guys like judge who are a little older, you're gonna probably need to have a, lo- a little bit longer of a contract, and you're gonna get half of a good contract. And probably, you know, getting into your, what you're what you're getting into ahead of time, that you're probably gonna get some down years and maybe some injured years, similar to like how negotiations probably went with DJ. Like DJ got a couple extra years, and when we were talking about DJ or even Cole too, like Cole isn't gonna be a spring chicken by the end of his contract, and you kind of assume that you're gonna get a couple years, five years of like Cy Young potential pitcher. And then after that, you deal with whatever the fuck else happened with the AAV. It's whatever. You got, hopefully, five years of good contracts. So I see that's what's happening with Judge, but, I mean, 10's a lot. And contracts like that, you look at other guys who have gotten 10-year contracts that are bringing them into the age 40 years, like guys like Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols is still kicking it, but he played first base and he DH. So he's Judge is playing center field and he's outfield, so got to assume you got to lower the the years a little bit or i mean because he's pretty much going to be just a dh and at the end of the contract if you were to go like 10 years and you also have another guy in Stanton who's going to be that same thing so it's what i'm worried It's a little about tricky the, to go into the 10th year
1: what i'm worried about the most is that i guess i don't even know if i'm worried about it because i've kind of put this on themselves every party has nobody not one person's to blame here but um i'm worried that he's going to go out And he's not going to have the most amazing year ever. Like, I think he still has the – even if he wins at MVP, it won't bring him up to the level that he wants. But I don't think he's – I think he's going to go out there. He's going to realize that nobody else is going to give him the money that he wants. He's going to come back to the Yankees. And just because the way the Yankees handle their business, they're going to give him a giant finger. And, like, you know what, that was before you hit – Let's say he doesn't win an MVP. That was before you missed 30 games, you hit 270, and you only hit 30 home runs. So now that offer is 175. He's going to get pissed off. It's going to be an ugly ending. And that's, I legitimately I think that's more likely than any long term deal at this point.
2: Yeah. Do, do you remember when our pool holes signed the 10 year contract with the Angels yeah. and how, in sh- I mean, I was in shock. I think a lot of people were in shock. They were like, holy crap, he's going to be fucking 42 when his contract ends and that's this year this, his contract ends this year he was about 31 years old when they gave him a 10 year contract and a lot of us were just like what the hell are they thinking it's a very it's a little bit different situation but I'm just trying to put that in perspective like
0: no that's what I was saying he was also
2: a coming
1: off five dude. MVPs yeah <laughs> Exactly. I think it was five. It was three or five.
2: He was truly so, like, past his prime, and everyone was like, yeah, fucking give him ten
0: years. But his game <laughs> translates a little better, and that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, to, exactly. To a longer-term yeah, deal sure. because he's a first baseman and then DH. But that's – with all that to say, like, that would be assuming Judge is going to be the DH, and then you have Stanton, too, so he's, he's probably going to be around that t- at that time as well. I don't know when his contract ends and where that lines up with the ten years, but regardless, I, I think – it's ridiculous for of him to deny the... Con- I mean, it's not ridiculous because, you know, good on him. He's betting on himself. So many people, like, you see other people like Scherzer doing that and all these other players that do that, and, it, and good for them if it works out. But in his case, if he's got injury history, I, I know a lot of them are flukes. Most of them are flukes. But it's, it's pretty ballsy when you to yeah. deny $233 million for seven years that's
1: it's gonna it take him to right around 38 years old so it's a pretty 30, damn good I mean,
0: contract to, to i mean
1: not many people are willing to give you to your age 40 that's not just the yankees so no. i don't know my uh, my it would not surprise me at all if this goes kind of wonky and next season he ends up with a similar deal to correa that would not surprise me one bit
0: what was crazy deal? think so yeah, I Those would three years, 103, I think. Yeah, it would not surprise me at all if I think go Judge is this. gonna have a good like a I great year. And I, I, I hope too. this works out for him. And I hope the Yankees still can retain him. I don't I I know we were talking before about how this contract may be like no chance of, of no chance of it happening if we don't sign him by opening day. I don't necessarily know that I believe that. I think it's more of him betting on himself. And when you look at his and, and the more I thought about it, the more I kind of sided with him because it's like he hasn't had big contracts yet. He just got out of arbitration. He's still in it, and they're going to it, apparently. That's a whole different story. But, like, you kind of have to him. like, a lot of these other players got their money. And a- this is one of the few things that A-Rod said that I kind of sided with on the, the K-Cast, which I didn't like. And apparently a lot of half of you liked, half of you didn't like. I didn't like it. I turned it off, and I went to the, the Cohen broadcast. But, like, A-Rod said, your first few years in the league, you kind of just, like, you, you don't really make that much money. In his case, he signed two 10-year, $300 million contracts. Good for him. But most players don't. Most players go to free agency once, and that's when you make your money. And in Judge's case, this is probably, if he's going to sign a long-term deal like that, it's going to be the only time he ever gets a big contract like that. So you kind of have to side with him to try and get as much money as humanly possible in one spot because he's not going to sign another contract after this, unless he does a short-term, prove it, and then goes for the big deal after that.
1: I totally agree. I just don't think that with his age, with his injury history, regardless of what you think of it, I don't think that any team is going to give him what he wants and shy of a historic season.
0: Well, if he has a historic season, which I think he can, I think it's very much in the cards. He's already off to a hot start. He's hitting the piss out of the ball. We were at a bunch of games. He looked good. Um,
1: A bunch, two out of the first three.
0: We're going tonight, (laughs) too, so – I'm just saying, I think he can have a really good year, and I think it could work out, but like, it's just a, it's the what if it doesn't thing that I don't know if that's enough insurance to deny $233 million.
1: Realistically, what do you think his max is? Because I think what he wants, 10 years, $360 million, no, that's there's no chance. I think if he wins a triple crown, he is not going to get that. Um, so what do you true. think is something, if he bets on himself, and he comes out, and he has this incredible year that he's banking on, and I, it's I say incredible because it will have to be like one of the best seasons in history for him to match or exceed thirty and a half at thirty thirty one years old. So what what does he have to do, and what does that number
0: look like if he comes out and does it? I I, I think I think it can get better, but marginally better. And it, for for you to deny the guaranteed contract that's in front of you. I don't think it's worth the marginal addition no. of like it's not, maybe that, it's maybe next for 15 more. mil can't. tacked on. Like, I don't know. I, I see him looking like when he denied the contract, you saw all the other contracts on other pages and whatnot. It's like here are what everybody else makes. Like you see the Stanton balloon contract in the 300s. You see all these other contracts of the top tier names in the game right now and how much they make. And, you know, got to believe that's what he was looking at. You look at, you try to keep up with the Joneses. You look at what the market rate is for an MVP caliber player year in, year out. And it's a little bit more than that. So I don't know. You factor in the age, you factor in everything else. I I think he can get more, but is it worth the extra 30 million total?
1: I don't even know that he'll get that. I think he might get an extra 5 million a year. I think he
0: can get an extra 30 total on the whole deal. If he has an unbelievable year, like I think he can. And, and, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to get an extra thirty million dollars a year, and I hope it's from the Yankees. I think that's all we need to say about it. I think we can move on to the next stuff because there is yep. a lot of fun things to talk about. The Yankees had a great opening series against the Red Sox, and uh, yeah, this this episode could have a much different tune throughout if it didn't end up the way it was. So good start to the season. Don't let don't think that uh, don't hear what we're not saying. We're not saying that everything's like the sky is falling. We're we're, we're very happy, but obviously that was a pretty big damper to the start of opening day and uh vibes were low in the uh in the apartment here before we headed to the game but obviously vibes picked up now but yeah needed to address that elephant in the room obviously so very good opening day one of I the mean, best that I remember and this this is actually I thought I had gone to one before I was saying to the fellows before I don't think I have I was thinking back to it so my favorite opening day I've been to <laughs> I mean, I, a walk-off in the Bronx
2: is a tough-in-the-top on opening day. I yeah. just,
1: like, don't even remember the last time we won on opening day.
0: I don't either. I really don't. And I, I could be wrong. That's not true. They won Stanton's i I'm first not saying that we've never recently won. Recently, I'm saying. I, I mean,
1: Stanton, that was in 2018.
0: Yeah, it was sick.
1: Yeah, it was four years ago. And we won. I'm just saying. It's been a while since we've won, and we beat a good team, so it was exciting. That's all I'm getting at. I'm, I'm on your side. Here. I mean, I'm yeah, positive. Red Sox,
2: Yankees in the Bronx on a walk-off hit, and we win, like, doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't. No, I think that's a,
0: a beautiful again. Friday
2: afternoon. Like, I yeah. don't know how you could have scripted it any better. I, I think
0: that Saturday, and we said it before going to the game, was had the potential to be one of the most electric games to go to because it was, you know, people who couldn't get off work on the opening day game at 1 o'clock. Everybody made their way Like everybody from that. I know from like, just like the, my friends and whatnot, like so many people that I know have gone to school with and all that kind of shit. Everybody was at Yankee stadium. So yeah. I can imagine that was the way for a lot of people. It was just a very exciting game to go to. And it ended up being a great game for the Yanks. Uh, truth be told, I didn't really watch too much of it. <laughs> we, we found standing room game, spots yeah. and we just, we some some uh, nips to to the game and uh Didn't really watch too much of the game, but I caught the highlights after (laughs) Chandler was absolutely locked in. Yeah. Are you Um, talking about
1: Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I was absolutely locked in. It was fantastic. Stan hit another bomb on Saturday. I don't know if you mentioned that, but that was his sixth straight. We
2: were probably sitting in the worst location to see that actually land because we didn't see it land because we were like in the right. uh, In the area that the center field bar His Saturday one we saw, it looked like
1: it was going to come right through my teeth. The one on Friday did not. That was the one that got over the wall by about six
0: inches. But back to opening day, how about that Donaldson walk-off? Did he, quote-unquote, <laughs> earn the pinstripes no, no, after that? You. Not even close. I mean, aside from that walk-off, he's been pretty shit. And yeah. I honestly, I, I haven't, I was going to get into the conversation now, but like with him not being in the lineup tonight, I don't think it's necessarily due to his performance at all. I think it's probably a scheduled off day for a guy of his age. Yeah. But do you think that after this, because I had the question that, um, you know, DJ's, Bad leadoff today. Let's say DJ has a great leadoff night tonight, which mm-hmm. he's, DJ's been hitting very well. So I don't see why he wouldn't. I want DJ to bat leadoff, regardless of him being moved to leadoff tonight. I wanted that to begin with, because DJ's the, the only one that's actually a stereotypical leadoff hitter aside from his speed, like, yeah. or lack thereof. He hits the ball, and I assumed you would be having a better year this year, bounce back year. So if DJ has a good night tonight, is, Donaldson, is the Donaldson leadoff experiment done?
1: I don't think that DJ is going to play enough. I think because they've already benched him like twice, right? Out of the what first do you mean? He's going to play enough. Or no, no, once. No, he, he's yeah, going he to play the whole game. I mean, I just – they rotate him in and out too much to be no, like the bona fide leadoff.
0: He's not going to not play t- – he's playing the whole game tonight unless he gets hurt. He's been I'm getting – he's been I coming know. in the second no, half. No, I'm from, just saying – like, My question was tonight, if he has a good game – and Donaldson
2: right, has okay, let's rephrase that. Are you saying that whenever he plays, he will hit leadoff? Is that a different or way do you to phrase it? I think him. if
0: DJ has a great night tonight in the leadoff spot, Donaldson out and hasn't been great in the leadoff spot, he has like a 40 WRC plus in those three games, albeit small sample size, is DJ back to his rightful spot as leadoff? Because he's been, like, I feel like the leash is very short for Donaldson because DJ is the known commodity that you know can be leadoff. So if he t- does it well tonight, sets the table for the rest of the team, I feel like that's a no-brainer to put him back in a spot that he's been good at.
2: What about Hicks?
0: Okay, shut yeah, the Hicks fuck up.
2: <laughs> no, I, I personally think... Uh, I don't think it's over. Donald's leading off. And I think the main reason because, uh, I say that is because of how good um, Rizzo's hitting the two-hole right now. Because Rizzo was like that other guy who we're saying like, could have that lead-off potential and like mix him in with Donaldson and DJ when DJ is playing. But I think Boone is very hesitant to change a guy's hitting spot who's doing really well. And Rizzo has been our best hitter for the last three games, and I just don't see him changing. Uh, changing out of that? Why too would goal. that change? So yeah, Rizzo. I would disagree with
1: that. I would say because he's been I, very open to moving people regardless of their performance. Just historically what?
0: speaking. Yeah, yeah. You think that he, last, we, year we run basic, yeah. last year was a different lineup every single fucking night? Last year was basically Nassau's doing pick- well.
2: They won't move at all. Last That's year was basically true. picking names is. out of a hat. We our the- joke
0: was a running joke on the podcast was he's doing too well. He needs a break.
2: No, but I'm saying like, but no, what I remember is that guys who were doing well, they just, he would not touch what they're hitting
1: out of.
0: That's not true. You're I think right. you judge
2: only,
1: of judge only. That,
2: yeah. I think that held true it with was, judge. They may of two people, but I just, I don't know. That's, that's where I'm getting my, my non, I have no well, facts about this, back this up. But. See, <laughs> I
1: see what you're saying and that's because it makes sense and it's logical, but that's not what Aaron Boone does. So I, he, he does not think with logic. He thinks with computers and what people tell you upstairs. So I think, I think judge, they were so willing, not willing to move him out of the two hole last year that it hindered him at times. And that might be why you think that they're not going to move Rizzo from that same spot, but I think they certainly will. And I don't, you know, what I'm thinking of, sorry, I think I'm getting mixed up with when,
2: uh, Stan was doing really well and they wouldn't play him in left field because he was DHing and he was hitting the shit out of the ball. <laughs> and then he was like, we can't put him in left field cause he's doing too well hitting.
0: That did happen.
2: That did happen. That, that happened. Dude. That has,
0: like, no relevance to this. That has a little relevancy. No.
2: Of Boone not changing a guy's whatever he's doing because he's doing well. Whatever. This is off topic.
0: I do like <laughs> I do like Rizzo in the two-hole. I love it. And yeah. I think, well, the, the numbers back up that the two-hole is technically supposed to be your best hitter, which is why Judge, why they were very not willing to move Judge out of that two-hole. But I think Rizzo being in the 2-hole obviously has worked out so far. And, and, and this whole episode, I don't want anybody to think, because we're going to do hot or not in a second, I don't want anybody to think that we're overreacting to the sample size in front of us. We're not. I just think Rizzo, I mean, before the season, I the think it makes so sense to be in the 2-hole, and it looks good so far. So I like it. I don't think they should move that. I think Rizzo lefty going to judge, being righty. It would have been cool if Gallo was a little bit better right now, and uh, maybe the numbers Chandler would get into in his stats corner that maybe he's getting a little bit unlucky, but it would be really cool if we had, like, Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton. That'd be cool. Or, I honestly, I don't even know if I care too much about the lefty-righty switch like that, because if it's Judge, then Stanton. I mean, we talked about it a lot last year, how often— did Judge and Sen even play together like yeah. in those games? So, having them back to back is just a fucking scary sight. Like, they're both going to hit the shit out of the ball this year. And if yeah. they're back to back, like, I don't know what you do in that situation. But
2: I'd honestly rather them hit back to back than mixing Gallup. Yeah, I kind of would too. Now so that I,
0: I, I said that, want to get into hot or not?
2: Yeah,
1: sure.
0: Let's do the hots first. So, we, uh, I mean, th- th- honestly, and like I said before, truth be told, this is, I just want to introduce this segment a little bit because it's been three games, obviously. Or three and, and some change. We're watching the game right now as we're recording this, um, but Hot or Not is essentially uh, we play a little music and we <laughs> rattle off some numbers of the recent week of games, and we're gonna choose. Like I'm gonna say, who's doing the Hots tonight? So Chandler's gonna do the Hots tonight. He's gonna tell me after I rattle off the numbers specifically about these players if he thinks this is gonna continue or not. Um, and then same with the, the knots is like people who have been playing pretty shitty is probably going to be a recurring guest on this segment is going to be Aaron Hicks. Um, spoiler alert. He's on here. And they tell us if you think that is going to continue or not. And the knot segment is actually a segue into the sun conversation. So if yeah. you're a recurring member of the knots, then you may make your way onto the sun. And we are, the sun is clear. The sun is, there's nobody on the sun right now. It's a clean slate, not a place you want to be. So you can graduate off the not list. I think. Do you want to get scientific with it? Like three times on the not list gets you onto the sun, or like one it's bad trip, thing. one bad trip on the not well, list I will think get you not, there. One I think spot. The sun.
2: The sun is a group vote, so we we can't take away from that. You know. True. That will that will
0: deteriorate what we've built. over All right. The years. So let's get into the first one. Cue the music. All right. Leading off in the HOTS for the 2022 season is Mr. Giancarlo Santin, 13 plate appearances, 385 batting average, two homers, four RBIs, 244 weighted weighted runs, created plus. Yeah, I buy it. Buying it? Anthony Rizzo, 14 plate appearances, two home runs, six RBIs, 260 WRC plus, and a 7% K percentage.
1: I mean, by based. I mean, you know what I mean, though. It's the sample size, but also I do buy him being good over the long.
0: Yankees bullpen. This season and the numbers, that's who you're buying and selling. After Seve went three innings pitch, they went six innings pitch, no hits. The Yankees bullpen for the entire series 18.2 innings pitch, 19 strikeouts, two earned runs. So. Okay. And some honorable mentions there Ralph, Macchio, Ralph <laughs> the Macchio, Karate Kid, whatever you want to call his real name, after Rizzo calmed him down, was pretty damn good. DJ with the big game tying homer to push it to extras and. Rizzo just being a good dude and calming down Ralph Mal- Ralph, I'm just a good
1: dude, but like... Uh, Next captain if Judge leaves? Question mark? <laughs> no. I would love to know <laughs> what he possibly could have said that had that big of a damage. I don't even care.
2: I think just the fact oh, that... Oh, I don't either. Was awesome. The fact that he was the only guy who went out there and was just like, hey, dude.
0: Well, he does play first base. So he's right. got the easiest walk.
2: But I mean, he didn't I have to do that. I don't think he really said much. I think, he was I, don't think like, I don't think he did either. Hey, but come on, babe. He did it. There we go. So, Calm down. I, just throw
0: strikes, you got defense behind the, you. It's the implication of it.
1: Seems like a really cool guy. I'm sure he had something. Yeah, he is He's definitely
0: a cool guy,
2: dude. This was his guy's first pitch ever in the big leagues. It was his debut. He goes out there, throws five balls in a row. I hate how you say debut. Oh, suck it up! It's gonna be a long season. <laughs> and Hopefully he calmed nobody, down. I nobody it was great. comes up.
0: <laughs> Speaking of debuts, like, we didn't even talk about it. Clark Schmidt looked pretty good.
1: Great! He looked awesome.
0: He give up like one. Yeah, gotta have home run. a jam though, which good. is always his like issue. He's also a young pitcher, so it's kind of everybody's issue when He's you're always young, put into
2: like bad situations. So like and like, he looked good though. He was
0: good. He did a great job. I'm excited for Clark Schmidt. Didn't make his name out of the Hots. Didn't make his own way into the Knots. So that's a pretty good debut.
1: He had one yeah, bad. Yeah. He had one bad pitch. It's not his fault that the Yankees nope. left like three small armies on base.
0: Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, Staten looked unbelievable obviously I like we said bigger. small sample size 244 wrc plus is not what we're buying you can't really no. do that in 260 for rizzo is not what we're buying but uh the fact that they are doing this stuff i think they can continue to do this stuff and just be good baseball players and uh i think this this just adds to the the fact that i think like my prediction before the season my bold prediction i thought the yankees would have the chance and the potential to be a, the top two offense in baseball i think when guys like Rizzo specifically are are banging along with Judge and Stanton and the guys that are supposed to be banging like It's a pretty deep offense and I am very excited to see him continue to do that because If he's doing that as a lefty Short porch doesn't need it because he's hitting fucking bombs but that that's a big X factor or whatever you want to call this I know Murph had a problem with me calling that an X factor, but you know what I mean? It's uh we the the team goes as far as Rizzo and Sevi. I think those two, one offense, one defense, will take us. And I think if those two are doing extremely well, I think this team is gonna go places. Yeah. So
1: well yeah. to back up my Stanton one too. A little impromptu chalkboard app. I or add. I think that I'm gonna take a little bit of MVP juice on him. On uh, who? Mm-hmm. On Stanton. Forty five to one. If he plays even fifty percent of the games in left field. I
0: took him to and lead he the hits Homers.
1: marginally better than he did last year. I think he'll be in the conversation.
0: Don't see why not.
1: I, 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 that's how much I buy him. I really
0: think he's gonna. Have yeah, a I right don't here. even think this is overreacting to the three games. I think obviously he's been a, a monster. He's a one-man wrecking crew, specifically against the Red Sox. He's if he
1: played one sixty-two against the Red Sox, he'd be unanimous.
0: I did see. We'll, we'll get to the overreactions at the back end of this episode. We asked for your overreactions on. Uh, Instagram, on the swipe up to uh, to the, the first three games of the season. And one of them was Stan's going to set those, the home run record against the the Red Sox, the single-team home run record, similar to like what what Glaber and oh, Gary uh, did against the Orioles, like that version of it. He's already on – like if you date back to last year, didn't he have like six games in a row of home runs, or was it? Yeah, Saturday, last was, Saturday was his sixth in a row. I mean – It's pretty good. That was a the longest silly. of
1: all time against – Red Sox. Yeah,
0: so I I don't I don't not see it. I think that could definitely happen. I'm excited to see Stanton continue to play against the Red Sox. Seems like actually every game he plays, he hits home run. So <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, it has been. He's one Sox. of the only people in baseball, really, that when I watch, I expect every time he swings, it's going to be a home run. Like other people, and you can say that about Judge and stuff like that too, because he's got the power and the pop to do it. But he just swings so fucking violent that. When yeah. the bat comes off his shoulder and it's not him waving at a ball in the dirt, I expect it to be a home run. Yeah. The most beautiful swing when he makes contact and just horrendous when he misses, but. And to elaborate <laughs> on the bullpen that I didn't buy um, before we. Yeah. I was going to pass the baton to Damon for the knots. I just think there's too many unproven people in there to buy it this early. You
0: know, think rough macho is the guy
1: <laughs> you also have to keep in mind that we have expanded rosters right now. So these people that don't have the experience are going to have to in two or three weeks when they shrink back down to normal size. They're going to have to take on those bigger workloads. And I just don't think that – that I mean, obviously not that level because that's impossible. But I don't think that high of a level in general is sustainable over a long period with that many question marks. Yeah, that's a good point. I would
2: agree with that. There's a lot of guys in there who are – yeah, they're not – they're not, like, solidified, like, you know... Use, half like, of crazy. them aren't even relievers. That's what I'm about to say. Like, they're, yeah. they're not, like, really, like, reliant. There's no proven anything, really, throughout their career who have been, like, relievers, especially with this team, so... Yeah,
1: I mean, we have one solid half-season of Clay Holmes, a good half-season of Wandy, an okay up-and-down season from Lickie, you have one season of Luizaga, and you have an up-and-down year from Chapman, so... That's a lot of question marks. And Chad those Green, those are your guys. You got Schmidt, yeah. who has never pitched out of the bullpen. But those ones I just named, and, and add Chad Green, those are your main staple guys. And even them, you have question yeah. marks on. Behind them is just a stable of guys, not that throw 98 like the Rays, but they're just ex-starters and people that have been thrown in there. I'm not saying it can't be done. I'm just saying that I don't buy it yet. What's your misfit, uh, misfits?
0: I don't. I don't off. know if I agree. I mean, I'm looking at the list of the usage, and obviously, like I said, we'll say continue to say this is a small sample size. Um, but like, Clark Schmidt went 2.2. 2. I think his role in this team for this year, at least, is going to be out of the bullpen. They say he could be a starter, but I don't know why he can't keep up production like this. Um, Jonathan got 2.1. I expect completely him to be one of the best relievers, if not the best reliever we have. Chapman two innings pitched. Mike King two innings pitched. Mike, Mike King's been great for. Like, the last two years, it feels like. I'm not yep. looking at any specific numbers right now, but I he hasn't not been good. Uh, Lucas licky has been great. Two-innings pitch out of him. Chai Green, two-innings pitch. Like, these guys, all of, all of those guys I mentioned, do you have any doubt that can be very productive relievers? Because the names after that I think are Wani e. Peralta, Clay Holmes, which I agree with. I think he had an awesome year, figured it out. Command's always been his issue, but he has nasty stuff. He could obviously – there's room for negative regression there. And then Miguel Castro – a lot of people have talked about him being exactly like Clay Holmes, but I mean, those, the, uh, the top five there, top six, it seems, can absolutely be guys like that. And we haven't even mentioned Nestor Cortez, who, you know, say what you want with him. He could be there for negative regression, but he hasn't shown us that yet. He's so. our five
1: starter though. Uh,
0: yeah, but he's going to get a lot of time out of the pen too and just in, in cleanup roles and stuff like that. I mean, he's just, I, I I don't see all this to say, I don't see why we can't. I don't. Know, I don't know if I want to sell it. I, I think th- this could be a very, very good bullpen. I think.
1: I, I totally oh, yeah, agree. I agree. It Can be. I, I just. I, I'm not. I'm just saying that I'm not buying it yet. It's gonna take me some time to believe that this bullpen is going to be elite or even very good, just because of really how many question you. marks are. Yeah, but you're even then. I like I said, half those guys were lightning in a bottle, or hopefully they're not, but at the time, Clay Holmes had a six ERA and was getting shelled on the Pirates. He was walking everybody. He came over here, and obviously good things happened. He was incredible. But, I mean, he outside of that sample size of half a season, he doesn't have a long, extensive track record to make you believe that that wasn't an outlier. Wandy Peralta, same ordeal. Lucas Lickey. He wasn't even great last year. He was okay. He was pretty good. But, again, he's before that, he hadn't pitched in, what, five years in a major league game? I'm just saying there is a lot of question marks. That's all. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're amazing. I'm saying that there's question marks. So, just pump the brakes on saying they're elite. But I'm very happy, and I hope that I'm wrong and that they do sustain it. But that's all I'm saying.
0: All right. Want to move on to the knots? Sure. This is not the list you want to be on. Um, and <laughs> and I just to
2: a- clarify, because I know there's a lot of confusion about the, we buying or selling. What that actually means? You buying it means we we think they're going to continue to be bad.
0: Yeah, buying buying the badness. Buying
2: the badness, selling the
0: goodness. selling that he'll be this bad. So Aaron Hicks, nine plate appearances, thirty three percent K percentage, forty three WRC plus. Buy. Okay. <laughs> Potential sun candidate there. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, 12 plate appearances, 25% K percentage, .091 batting average, 5 WRC+. Uh,
2: I'm selling. I think he's fine.
0: And one last one. Garrett Cole for his comment about (laughs) the game not starting on time was (laughs) the impact and and why he had a, a not too great start. Selling but I needed to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a good way to segue <laughs> into that. But you, so you said Aaron Hicks buying, that'll be this bad. IKF selling that he'll be this bad. Uh, and again, I, I don't want to keep saying it, but I, I know people are going to come at us for this. Like it's been fucking three games. This bad is three games. It's yeah, it it's make, not a big sample size. Usually when we do this, it's going to be a week's worth of sample size. And then obviously referring back to potentially the last two weeks of data there's a lot more that we go into this segment on the on a more recurring basis in this yeah. show, but it's just this is going to be the intro to it. So, suck it.
2: Yeah, Hicks. Um, I don't know, what can you say about Hicks. I mean, he's Nothing just good. he's not looking great for his thirty thirty projection uh, projections. Not too hot start for that. Too. <laughs> not too hot hot start for that. I mean, I don't know. The guy just continues to just not impress me whatsoever, and. He needs to do a lot for me to believe in him for the rest of the season. I will say he
0: has a two fifty batting average right now. I don't want to go into stats After nine, nine play appearances. But right I, I wanted to segue that into the fact that he got on base a couple times, didn't even try to steal. So if you're going to make a claim before the season and say you're a 30-30 man, five home runs, five stolen bases per month, doesn't seem like that big a deal. He can make it happen. When you've only had like 14 stolen bases in a, in a season for your career – um, and you don't try, like, it's I know just, it's a it's couple a of times he has been on base, but like maybe go for it. Maybe try to, of, try to, try um, to swipe a bag. I don't know.
1: Can I say that this, the stats, I don't care about his two fifty batting average. No, yeah. I don't care about what people are saying. Like he's one of only three people with multiple hits. No, 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 no. Yesterday he left the bases loaded. He grounded into a double play with what well, I think that's when he grounded into a double play with the bases loaded or something along those lines. He popped up with the guys on second and third and nobody out. And he fucked something else up with people. He left six people on base yesterday. So just do better than that.
2: Yeah, like, no, just, it's, just, it's ha- a lot of
1: talk for someone who hasn't been good in four years. It's just like these aren't even different. We're not asking you to hit even 250, which is sad to say. But do a fucking job. You're supposed to be this guy that's, you know, a great person to get on base or do a small task put the ball in the air have a sack fly draw a walk do anything other than pop up to the fucking third baseman when the guys on second <laughs> yeah, and third like we, we don't need a 30-30 season out of him no that's not what we want
2: I need I do now I need you now like bats I want him to have good at bats just do a fucking job and just play mediocre outfield. You know it would be a lot so cooler than a 30-30
1: season? Maybe a fucking sack fly. It's not a lot to ask. Just fucking, I don't know. I don't need 30 solo home runs when we're down 10 nothing I need a sack fly <laughs> when know. it's a 4-3 fucking game.
0: We asked everybody for their overreactions and um an overwhelming majority of the the responses are about Mr. Aaron Hicks. And just like yeah. I'll read a few. Um just this is not even, like, I didn't find the Hicks ones and, <laughs> and, like, and I and called them out. Like, this is at the top of the list of the responses that I just see just from scanning this. Hicks sucks. Hicks should get benched. Guardi would have been better than Hicks. Hicks should not be starting. Bench Hicks. Um, Hicks needs to be sent back to double A. Um, <laughs> send Hicks to the sun. IKF sucks. Hicks sucks. Gallo sucks. <laughs> Gallo is d- a d- disaster. Hicks to the sun. Um, I love baseball. Me too. Um, <laughs> but yeah,
1: uh, I mean they're pretty. Special. Another
0: one specifically saying not an overreaction, but Hicks and Gallo blow.
1: <laughs> oh. Uh. Man, Sorry, Hicks we're, is watching up, up, we're watching Hicks the game. We're watching up to bat right now.
0: I was really hoping the strike striking out right there, it would have
2: been just like perfect timing. <laughs> yeah, hey, just, don't say that. Don't, no, I'm just saying, like, like, out. He went off it it the foul ball, it it very funny yeah, for content
1: out. purposes. Great for liking the Yankees bad. Yeah, uh,
0: oh, wait, another last good one on Hicks is like Hicks just became the most hated player on the team just for saying he'll get a 30 30. And yeah. I completely agree with you, Sergio Silva. So, yep, shout out to you. But,
1: um, one thing on Gallo, real quick. I just – now would be a good time to address it since we're talking about the uh, overreactions. Um, He's, what, one for ten? He actually just had a hit. Oh, and Hicks struck out. So he is
0: um, (laughs) – Right on cue. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think he's two for 11 now. He just had a nice oppo single. But but coming into this game, he has five balls batted at 97 miles an hour or greater. He's – there is – I know it's frustrating. I know it's frustrating. And it's probably annoying as fuck to listen to me always, like – praise Gallo for sucking, but I do think there is a good player in there because I, I I don't know he's getting unlucky. He's the most unlucky player in the league right now. The ball he hit yesterday, which was an out, he had 112 miles an hour with a 22 degree launch angle. Out of Statcast history, there's been 131 similar hits. 121 of them are home runs, and 130 of them are base hits. That's the only out recorded in history with those metrics. So. Be patient. That's all I'm asking. And if he ends up sucking, then you can tell me to go fuck myself until the end of time. But I do think there's a bit, at least a small portion of him being unlucky because he is putting together good at bats. He drew a really nice walk yesterday, especially with the way that the umpire called the first two pitches. He threw five straight sliders in the same spot. Three were balls, two were strikes and all of them were balls. But so, I mean, hats off to him for not changing his approach. He has a good eye He just hit an oppo single. So, and he's hitting the ball. Well, he's spraying it all over the yard. I have confidence that he's going to be
0: good. Hats off to him and hats off to you for being able to convey your thoughts without being uh, absolutely loaded off photo box. But I think, (laughs) I think Hicks, not Hicks. Why am I? He's just burned in my brain. I can't get him out. But, um, Gallo, I think I might be the biggest Gallo supporter on this podcast. Um, He's he like he I really want to like him and I know a lot of people that I've talked to want to like him. He's just not making it easy. And yeah. with that, I say give him time, like you said, Chandler. But there's a ball player in there. There you go. Check him out. And he's also just a good dude. So like, give him a little bit of time before you start saying sun comments. Because I see him. They yeah. they are in the DMs and they're saying people are calling for you to go to the sun, Mister Joseph Gallo. But I'm I'm not gonna do that yet. We and want to for those the last
2: little bit of baseball out of you.
0: For those who are tuning in to us for the first time, the sun is another recurring thing in the season, and um, not a place you want to go. Uh, but it's got to be a we would nominate somebody. Any of us can nominate somebody to go to the sun. He's got to obviously be off the not list, but after a few times being on the not list, somebody will nominate him, and it's got to be unanimous. Unanimous to go on to the sun. So, I doubt it would ever be even any votes right now for anybody to go to the sun? It's way too no, early for too that. Early. Um, unless you like, you're the reason we lost two games out of the three. Like that's the, that's the only way I could see like you, you were the I, sole purpose. That you personally. Lost yeah. Like, yeah. like like Gardner or something like yeah. that.
1: Um, okay. Oh, we, are, There's one thing I don't think we talked enough about, but it was kind of in your, uh, in the overreactions and Damon never really elaborated on the knots. You don't think, yeah. Connor Falefa's bad. Well, I know you have a lot of stats to prove this, but, like, I'll just say that...
0: There's not a lot of stats to prove it.
2: Well, he was... I didn't I didn't read any of them yet, but I know he was... He doesn't have any. Okay, it's, well, I'll let him pull it up and defend it, but... No, he doesn't need to. We'll just okay. talk about...
0: There's, it's Okay. There, he has... No. Just, all right, anyway.
2: <laughs> all I'm saying is that I'm not worried whatsoever with him, like... I think he's a good player. I think he's exactly what this team needs. He's a contact guy. He's fast, and he's good at fielding. That's what we need.
0: New face in a new place. Give him some time.
2: He wants to play. He wants to be a Yankee. Opening day versus the Red Sox, Yankee Stadium. Guy got some jitters. Like, I hope he's not like this all year round, but only time will tell. Um... I'm not worried about him. I think he's a good ball player, and he just need to get the first couple of games. New under face his belt. in a new
0: place. I, I do think one thing that is tender for my expectations for him have been I don't think he's going to be the everyday shortstop. I think there was potential for that to be the case beforehand, but now I think we've seen Glaber. Glaber's played shortstop already this year, right? No, no. No? I, I think he. Marwin
1: will. Gonzalez is playing
0: tonight. Marwin is playing shortstop tonight. That's your everyday shortstop right there. And and I, I
1: Dude, if he hits, I. <laughs> He very well might be. I just my thing with Conor Felipa. I I guess time will tell, and I'm not super low on him, and I want to like the guy, but he's got to get over his yips he has right now. He's just spiking everything in the fucking dirt, and it's really annoying to watch.
0: But he'll be fine.
1: Uh, well, my what I was gonna say. His whole career, he's not even a great shortstop. He's a Gold Glove third baseman. He's not. He's if average. We'll he is an average at best shortstop over his career. I guess we'll so find out. Hopefully he at least plays average defensively and can hit somewhat. I don't. I don't know. It's just, it's just frustrating. It it it's. I think it's more frustrating because it's early in the season. We'll get used to it, and I'm sure that he'll go back towards his career averages, which are good, not great. It's just frustrating when you see Seeger hitting nukes and Correa hitting balls into the upper deck, and I know that that's not fair, but. It, there's a part of you and everybody listening to this that's like there's a little part of you that's like fuck.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't really want to talk about the off season debacles and who we'd signed, didn't sign, but Connor Fleffle is supposed to be a average at best shortstop. Like he's not supposed to be the star of this team. You know, like we didn't sign him to be no. Carlos Correa. So like we shouldn't be expecting all these like glamorous. I don't like, expect it, but 300 hitting like 30 I don't know like 30 home runs like we shouldn't expect that out of him he should be an average shortstop but I think that where I get concerns are if his fielding isn't good because that is a huge reason why we did sign him and if his fielding sucks then that's obviously where we got to start having causation of is he going to play shortstop still but until he gets really bad and like has real consistency and errors and stuff like that like I'm not going to Sleep over and worry about it.
0: Want to get into the overreactions and hit this ball game? Sure, uh, just do like, brother. Just like George Springer just hit that b- baseball over the fence, over the fence. Hit it foul. Uh, th- watch this pitch right here. Bad radio, but we're oh, a, we're on. we're on delay, and George Springer just hit a nice home run. So that sucks ass. Um, first overreaction. Uh, Stanton hits 15 home runs off Boston this year alone. <laughs> do you we're, and the way the way the game will play here is: Do you agree, or is this just an overreaction? Which there's supposed to be overreactions, but does this have any chance to actually be? Does this have a chance to happen?
1: How many games do we play against
0: Boston? Nineteen. Yes. So it so has Sixteen. A ch- it, Sixteen it, left. He has two already. I think he has a chance. Yeah. So absolutely, he does. Sixteen remaining. He needs thirteen home runs.
1: Yeah, it could happen. I'll buy it.
0: You'll buy. It.
3: I'll buy, <laughs> buy that. That it. Could happen, <laughs> yeah. It
0: Yeah. Rizzo breaks the home run record and RBI record. <laughs> this is the same guy, by the way. He's on
1: pace too. Yeah, he's on pace for not 162 anymore, but close to
0: it. Glaber should start at shortstop. IKF's mediocre defense just shouldn't give him a start over Glaber. I don't agree with that. I disagree as well. I don't
1: agree with it, but give it a month. Yeah, but we literally got we, shortstop we've got a year's Glaber worth of Glaber. Yeah, we've, we've right got, now he's playing Glaber. Glaber. Okay, that's, Glaber that's even
0: ridiculous defense. that you brought that up after three games. Um.
1: I said give it a month.
0: Glaber couldn't even sniff a gold glove at third base. Don't even act like that doesn't that – just stop it. Uh, well, bring Joey sure Gallo to Umberto's level. Clam House and whack him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he's, he's a good guy.
0: I disagree. I disagree but, because but, of what I said earlier. But bring Hicks there. Joey Gallo <laughs> – yeah. Joey Gallo will set the record for most strikeouts in a single season. Uh, can we look? Can you? What if you look up what that number is? Yeah, and I think then, he's got the record. And we have a watch on that. We just have a tracker of, I mean, it's certainly not out of the realm of, of possibility.
1: I mean, I'm fairly certain he's got at least a couple top five finishes.
2: It's 223 <laughs> by Mark Reynolds.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: What's the most that Gallo's had in a single season?
1: He had last year two
0: thirteen. And you said how many was Mark Reynolds? Two twenty three. I mean it's not it's not impossible. <laughs> it, Joey
1: Gallo's got the yeah, number five, the number eleven, the number twenty two on this all time list. At least like twenty
0: seven. <laughs> not what you want. <laughs> so I I I could see it. Breaking records left and right. <laughs> he, I will say this, though. If he does that, I don't think that necessarily means he had a bad year, though. No. Because that's dude, what Aaron you're Judge,
2: Aaron Judge is number nine this list. Now and this John is Carlos is number, number seven.
0: Yeah. So, if he does break the record, I guess yeah, good for him. Congrats to it. Joey Gallo, but you could have also had a good season. So uh, Hicks the sun, no, not yet, but maybe. Um, but he's definitely... On his way to Umberto's Clam House. He's putting his
1: uh, space suit on and getting
0: Mm -hmm. acclimated. Hicks needs to be sent back to double A. Boston for fifth in the AL. No. (laughs) That's absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I think they have a shot at, I mean, just like any of the top four, I think any of us obviously can come in fourth, and somebody will come in fourth. So uh, I think fourth is the floor. The floor for them. I think the fourth is the floor for probably every single team out of the four, even the blue Jays. I think any one of us could come in fourth. That it just, would not
1: surprise me if it was all separated by two or three games.
0: Yeah, it's going to be like the NL East usually is. Um, but the blue, J- the Orioles are, are not going to not come in last. Uh, Peraza will be the shortstop by all-star break and IKF will be benched. will be the bench piece we need.
1: Could see that. I could see that.
2: That's, I, that's a bold statement, but it could happen. It's
0: supposed to be an overreaction. so
2: I think for overreaction purposes, that's a good one.
1: That's yeah, great. I mean, we're basing the overreactions on the merit that they could happen this year, that it's not that crazy. And that I see.
0: Aaron Hicks should be in high A. Dominguez should be up in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I said NFL. Aaron Hicks should be in high A. Dominguez should be up in the MLB. <laughs> I
1: mean, honestly, at this point, there's no way that Dominguez <laughs> could be worse. You're right. That's true. He cannot be worse. He than did
0: 111 that. mile per hour single oh, the other day. And oh
1: 112 uh, so mile an hour double. I hate when people want to talk, talk about it anymore. Every ball he puts in play for the next four years, he's in the minors. We're going to see. Oh, my about. God. I hope you're ready.
0: Montgomery will never get past the fourth inning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could happen. I mean, he, he got shot. Yeah, in the I, fucking I, don't, leg I don't know yesterday. how. <laughs> I, and
0: again, this is an overreaction, but like. That's a good one. Give the man a break. Like, he got drilled. And was you you could hear him. I he was audibly this, in hurts. pain.
1: Snapped his fucking femur, and he went out there and had a great game still. What did you
0: say in the group chat about that? You were like, I think him just trooping it right now is good for the over or something like that? Yeah. yeah, I had a, yeah. You okay. had the over? I had the over. Did yeah. it hit? It did not. Okay. Uh, Judge will leave in free agency. The Yankees do not match his ridiculous contract.
1: I don't, I don't even, know. I don't even think that's an overreaction. I think that's true.
0: You know, and we were talking about that. I just don't – I don't think it's set in stone yet. I think the Yankees, if he has a good year, will will match a contract, but I think he'll have to meet in the middle. He's not going to get what he's asking for. Um, so
1: Montgomery, just by the way, last year averaged five and two-thirds per start.
0: I don't think fourth is oh, – okay, but the, his thing wasn't know. saying an average for the year. His was saying won't make it out of – won't, won't pass the fourth ever.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just telling you last year <laughs> he averaged over five a game. So I, th- I think – I'm going to have to sell that one. I think he might make it past the fourth one time this year, at least.
0: Here we go, Monty. Matthew Watson has, he's got your number. This guy, that's who said it. Uh, and last one we'll do before we hit the game right now is Stanton MVP. Uh, I, I think I'm going to bet it.
1: Uh, I am too. 45 to one. That's free money.
0: Join our chalkboard group chat. I will, you'll see my play in there. I'm going to take that free money. Although I say things are free money all the time, and I've been really, really cold. Um, but yeah, those are. Do you want to close this out with saying it are overreactions? Were there any that were said that you that you were thinking that were not said? I mean, my
1: biggest overreaction was the Kiner Falefa stuff, and I admittedly a huge overreaction. But I, I actually could see Peraza or Cabrera. I don't even know Cabrera does play short, right? Before I sound like a jackass, I could see. I could see him being replaced by the all-star break.
0: I mean, I, I don't think that's crazy to say. He's not like a, we don't have a lot of draft capital in him. We didn't spend a lot of money on him. He doesn't have like a, a set in stone spot on the team. Like he's, he, he can be replaced. It's not like, it's not like Glaber or like, you know, we traded Chapman for Glaber and that whole deal. And Glaber was a top prospect. And it will be like, that's why Glaber has such a long leash. Even when he's being a puppy dog and, Skips batting practice after being benched on opening day. Like, that's which is another thing we didn't even mention yet. And that was ridiculous. But
1: I guess that's just not that big of a deal, though. I mean, I haven't seen anything about it since. Nobody addressed it. It wasn't addressed in the media. So
0: who knows? Kind of of a pussy move. Maybe he he also skipped on on field batting practice.
1: So maybe he did something that we don't know about. The Cole thing's fucking ridiculous. I was that's so three hundred twenty-four million dollars, and you can't start a game four minutes late. I know you got your routines, dude. But I mean, he was having seeing, a hissy fit. we were singing
0: the, the national anthem and doing like the opening day festivities, and he was like, <coughs> "Dude, sorry. it's also, screaming to it's start opening the game.
2: Day, <laughs> exactly. You've been like, here for how many years? You know, it's gonna be a little bit of a
1: delay. Like, start. It's opening day of baseball. Even his, going his, back to fucking little league.
0: I was about to say. I'm pretty sure I had a like, longer. Opening ceremony at my like modified middle school game,
2: dude. Like unanticipated late start, unanticipated. It's opening no, day, no, no, no,
1: an unanticipated challenge. Oh, that's what it said. Yeah, fuck off. No, and un- yeah, <laughs> I had an unanticipated
0: challenge. challenge. The lines would be long when I was going to grab a beer at the game, but yeah. I I powered through I and I, I did through it. And I made I it. I still there. ponied up my fourteen bucks and I got myself <laughs> fucking Saturday, beer. We made an adjustment.
2: All right. No, we, no, we didn't. <laughs> we yeah. we bought the booze into the stadium. Oh, you're right. We did make an adjustment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Can Cole make the adjustment in his next start? We'll see. We'll see if he Fuck can off,
0: waistband. Can he you need a great
1: start next
2: game. Wastband some shooters. Be happy at you. Jesus. All right. Join our talk board group. Yeah. Join We're our talk board
0: group. Link is in the podcast description. Tell it's us it's, what it's you been think a lot of fun. Cole that. Yeah. We just, I mean, who, if, I mean if you want to be in a group chat with us, join us there. If you don't, I mean, sucks, I mean if you've made, you you made it as
2: far as the podcast, there's no reason why you shouldn't. I mean, like, yeah. Even if you don't bet, it's just a place to hang out. We're just going to be ch- talking in there, yeah. chalking it up, as you might say. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. All didn't right, know that's, I, that's my sign off. Didn't
0: know I could hate somebody more than Gary Sanchez, but you just took the case. That was pretty good. <laughs> I'm
1: actually pretty happy about that. You too. Next time you talk to him, just let him <laughs> pitch that to him. <laughs>
0: Uh, Alright, uh, and as always, if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, uh, please do. We appreciate those. Help us out. Um, yeah, go subscribe to the Bronx Pinsharp's YouTube page. That's where we do live shows. We do live shows now on Twitter as well. So if you ever want to get in the chat there and chat with us while we record live, we'll react to it. I uh, haven't been too great at that recently because the chat's in the other room. But I'll, I'll bring the chat over here and we'll <laughs> react to them live on the show. Um, but yeah, appreciate you guys. Go Yanks! Let's hope, uh, let's hope the Yankees end up. And by the time you guys listen to this on the podcast apps, the game won on the Monday night game against the Blue Jays is over. So let's hope for our, my sake that uh, we gotta win. So, and, and and if we did go to win, it's two nothing when we're going to the game. We're leaving right now to go to the game. It's we we are the reason that we win. And if we lose, then we're not the reason because we went in. When, when we were losing already. so yep. Let's go Yanks. Anywho, love you guys. Let's go Yanks.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality.